0: Welcome to Sacred Heart's
1: podcast series, The Heart of Sheridan Road.
0: This is Leo Kraus, Marketing and Communications Director at Sacred Heart, and it is my pleasure to welcome Justin Nixon, our Fine Arts Director, Jill Wren, a member of our second grade faculty, And Suzanne Lynch, a parent of a former Sacred Heart student, to today's episode of The Heart of Sheridan Road. Today's podcast will focus on Sacred Heart's annual musical and everything that goes into putting on such a large and wonderful production for our community. What goes into selecting the musical each year? We know that hitting on a specific production and piece is kind of the first step in this whole thing. So. Talk a little bit about the process of selecting the musical for each year. We want to find a show that really can showcase the
2: talents of our student body. Many great shows out there feature just one or two actors for the entire production with small little bits of ensemble work. So we need to find something that has a good breadth of roles that offer many opportunities for kids to be featured and highlighted and um, that's tough because not every show has that large of a cast list.
3: Or is the subject matter necessarily appropriate for a middle school musical? So that's a challenge as well. And we
2: also want to find something that we think that our
3: students will get excited about, something that they'll be able to get
2: into, but also something that will stretch them, something that will grow, something that is new. This year's production is I believe in our history, the first time we've ever done a fully sung through show. So many shows you'll have, there'll be a scene and then it'll break into a song or a dance number. This show is sung through, every word is sung and orchestrated. So there are no scene stop scenes, it's song to song to song through the entire show. It's a sung through show, it's our first one, and it's a huge task for the kids to take on.
3: And along with it being sung, it's also constant movement. You don't have the curtain that closes. You don't have the lights that go out and a scene change that happens and everybody gets to regroup. From the time it opens, the, oh, the red curtain opens, it is constant movement, constant singing until intermission and then till the end of the show. So it has been a huge challenge for us, but something I think that we were really ready to tackle and to try.
0: It sounds like this is something that will really be a good learning experience and a good test for our students. Is there, was there anything specific about Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat that stood out to you in the selection process that made you say, this is the one for this year? There's so many different kinds of songs in this show. A lot of times a
2: show, the music will have a certain sound to it, a certain style. This show, every song is kind of a different style of music. There's a country song. An a, Elvis. An Elvis song, a Calypso song. There are pop tunes. Disco. So it's it's fun. And it's um, it offers a gr- great range of music. And there's also so many fun roles in this show and a great opportunity for our students to be featured and show off their talents. I, we felt that it really fit well with the... The group that we had. The group that we have currently and being able to kind of showcase their skills and just kind of offer the best fit
3: for this year.
1: And I, think, I think he'll be very impressed
3: with what they are doing.
1: Um, yes. The fine arts experience, but the musical in particular, it's more than just a performance. It's an overall experience, right? So over a several month period, And, you know, all the activities in school, whether it's basketball, baseball, and all the sports, it is the longest running activity in the school. So these kids are dedicating um, several, several months. But the kids and the faculty work really closely together to create something. There are good days. There are not good days. That's life. But they all have to work through it together, right? It's truly a collaboration. They develop a bond that's a lot like the family. So as an example, um, after the closing performance for Mary Poppins, I and a few of the parents hosted a cast celebration party right here in Driehaus Center. We played a slideshow of some of the photos taken during the performance. The kids were like hugging each other in tears. Um, They presented the faculty and each other with these beautiful signed gifts. They happened to be kites. If you think about Mary Poppins, they signed them and gave them to each other. And Robert still has his in his room today and has just such amazing memories. So my, my point is, it's an experience where you really learn and develop collaborative skills. You learn to really reach and help each other. And at the end, you create this incredible thing that is just something to feel really proud about.
0: You know, when, when people went to the show and saw it on stage, they see the actors and the actresses. But what are some of the components that go into the entire production?
3: I think there's more going into the backside of it almost than what you see it's a when a you come to process. see the production.
0: It's a
2: very long process. Um, it takes months to develop it.
3: And one of the things we really try to do, and one of the reasons it does take so long, our kids are involved in everything. They're involved in science Olympiads. They're involved in debate. They're involved in, you know, sports, sports, all of those outside things. They dance outside. They take piano lessons and different instruments. But what we try to do is we want them to get a, be able to experience all of those things to determine where maybe they want to go later on in life. And so we really try to be flexible with the scheduling, except for the last couple of weeks of our, of our run, to allow them the opportunity to try to do a little bit of, of everything. But it is a very long rehearsal process. Mm-hmm.
2: While we're in rehearsal, we're also constructing the set. We're painting. Working we're... with
3: the light designer.
2: There are so many piece moving pieces to putting on a show. And again, most of them you don't really see. If it's a good production, you won't see all of those other things that are happening backstage or offstage or out of the sight lines.
3: There's a ton of back work that has to happen to make this a success. And then
2: once we come up with an idea or a vision, you know, we'll dream big. Like, Oh, we want this to fall here and these drops and then smoke here and lighting that look, you know, and we'll Mm -hmm. try to create a whole world. And then the reality is, Okay, now how do we make that happen? And so there's a lot of there's a lot of trial and error. We want drops here to fall like this. How do we make that happen? And so it's really trying different techniques. Okay, what if we wrap this here and we have to find this kind of drop that'll release at a certain time, but then we have to take it down and so it's Well, a, and
3: unfortunately our our imagination doesn't really fit our budget. So we do have to be extra creative yes. in the things that we do.
2: Yes. Um but it's exciting to see some of those projects we also give to the kids. This year, we brought in Anna Christian as kind of an art director. And we asked her amazing? to work with a group of students painting some very specific but very large set pieces. So they did these two beautiful, beautiful pieces of art that are hanging drops on our scaffolding that are two different versions of a tree. Their work is just... We were blown away it's gorgeous. when they brought it to us. Um, And
3: Another thing, too, that is really, I think, unique about our production is that it really, by the time it goes up and our, our show starts, it's student run. Now, there's been a lot of adults in the background helping them and guiding them and teaching them. But when that curtain opens on... Friday night at seven o'clock, Brooke is calling the show. She's our stage manager. We have a sound crew, a light crew, that experienced adults have helped teach these kids. They're doing all of it. They're making the set changes. We're there to support them, and we will be there in a case of an emergency, but it's truly our students taking on that leadership and that responsibility to run a quality production
0: talk a little bit about the entire experience because not everybody may feel comfortable being an actor or an actress up on stage but all of these other opportunities really seem to give them some ownership what do they get out of the entire experience one of the most substantial roles
2: i think that we have gotten to see in the development of student development over the past few years is those Students who step in and become the stage manager watching this young woman take charge and manage an entire cast and manage all of the Call peers
3: managing her peers. That is not an easy task for anybody, especially in middle school
2: Absolutely, and just their level of maturity and their ability to truly take ownership take leadership but be kind of um, self-reflective and and understand their own abilities and understand their own confidence and step into that is so beautiful to
3: watch. And it sets a precedent for all of the other crew that is underneath her. Yep. And that it causes them to rise to a higher a higher level.
2: And besides that, I mean, there, there are many roles that you don't see on the stage. There's the costume crew, there's the lighting crew, the sound crew, there's the props crew and the running props, there's the set crew, there's... You know,
3: stage. Publicity, working with publicity, taking photographs. This day and age with technology, there's so many kids that love technology. Well, the musical is a great place to practice that.
2: Talking about being proud, though, and the talent that is on the stage, it is so. Beautiful as a teacher to hand these kids a script when they first just get these words and then to see how they embody a character The wonderful beauty that they put into the singing and the acting of these roles and seeing like, you know Currently our Joseph
3: who I had in second grade yeah. and now to have him up there It's so and exciting he, to I, see in sixth grade
2: He was a quiet student in my music class and he auditioned for and got cast as Romeo um, sixth grade, and it was the first time that I had seen him act that, you know, I think that m- most people at school had seen him act. Mm-hmm. And now here he is as an eighth grader and the lead of the musical. And before him, uh, George Hubner. The year before, same thing. In 6th grade, he auditioned to be Romeo, and then he ended up in 8th grade being the lead of the musical.
3: There's something about Romeo. Yes. And Charlie,
2: (laughs) before him, Charlie Coast, same thing. 6th grade Romeo, and then the lead in 8th grade. I see a pattern developing. There is a pattern.
0: Romeo's the key to the whole thing. I guess it is.
3: That's funny. Do
0: you have any personal favorite shows that we have put on?
3: Some of us have been here a little longer than others, but... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so Justin, we'll start with you. Do you have any, uh, any, particular, any particular show stand out just as one that really resonated with you? I think that there's
2: not one show, but there's many moments and many different shows that I just... You finally see this, this realization of, and this is our show, and now we have a real performance the Lion King, watching the kids really take hold of this African language and love it and the drumming, watching Mackenzie Jackson step onto the stage for the first time and sing her big solo was just, I mean, it brought tears to my eyes. We were all just in awe of her talent and her kind of willingness to put herself out there and embody this character. Um, I remember back to... Peter Pan and And being able to fly. That was my first show here. And just watching the kids get excited about something new, you know, hey, we're gonna we're gonna fly on stage today. Um, watching Alex Good and Annie Get Your Gun surprise all of us during a performance with this like incredible two octave run into some high B flat that none of us knew she was going to do but she just felt it was the right moment and she unleashed this incredible voice on the world it was it was amazing
3: I was going to say Annie get your gun too I got to play Annie Oakley and so just working with Alex on that role she was so amazing and it was just it was so much fun And I have to also agree with The Lion King. And I'm going to go on the record saying maybe Joseph because it's going to be our first all-sung
1: production. I have to give a ton of credit to just the school in terms of how special the musical experience is. So Justin and Jill and the whole team, they really push to make the musical special every year. So for example, in the Peter Pan production, The kids were actually flying in the air across the stage. Now, in very, very, very safe harnesses, like I I have to add that, but to see the amazement in the kids' faces and in the audience, to see the kids flying across the stage in the air was like, that took effort. They had to coordinate with an outside company to do this. And then, you know, the most recent musical we've been involved in, which was Mary Poppins. I don't know that many people know this, but that production was the premiere performance of Walt Disney's junior version of the production that was recently written just for middle schools. The opening night was right here on Sheridan Road. And so what's happening is that because of the, the creativity and the experience of the amazing faculty here, they're creating experiences for these kids that I don't think they'd get anywhere else. And that's so special. Looking
0: back, not just the Fine Arts program but Sacred Heart in general. He came in kind of midstream. Mm-hmm. How do you think the school really helped him develop through those roller coaster middle school years yeah. and kind of help him find his path as he went off to high school?
1: So I think that the key was helping him find his path in the moment. So as I mentioned, the the transition, like we loved the school and we had applied here and had been following Sacred Heart for a couple of years and we were delighted that he was accepted. It took him a while to adjust and to find his place. So he played basketball, which is really, really popular at Sacred Heart, and I, I don't think he really found that he identified with the sport Um, but because of the guidance and the interest on the part of faculty, they helped him find his place. And so um, he found a place that was comfortable... Um, that he could excel and feel successful, and that translated then into the classroom. It translated into his grades. If he felt socially confident, socially happy and accepted, then you walk through the halls with your shoulders that far back, and you walk in the classroom feeling, you know, I'm going to nail this test. And I think it really, if you feel happy and comfortable with yourself, and that you feel successful, that it translates to all parts of your life. And I think it had a big um, impact on his academics, Um, The other thing I'll share is that the high school he is in now, um, an important part of the application process is the interview. Not all schools have that, and he spent a lot of the time with the admissions counselor talking about his experiences on the stage and the confidence that it allowed him to build. So the interview went really, really well, and I really feel like that was an important part of why he was accepted to the school that he applied to.
0: So, you said Robert started in the 6th grade. 4th. Right, but 6th grade for the musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. So, he, he starts out with Peter Pan as a 6th grader, working with 7th and 8th graders. Do you feel, or how do you feel, that the musical kind of helped bring the middle school kids together, regardless of grade? Did it give them a little bit more of a familial, brotherhood, sisterhood type of uh, relationship?
1: It did. And, and I'll even expand on that further. So what was beautiful to see is that so you have, you know, between sixth and eighth grade. So if you and I are two years apart, it's not a lot. But in middle school, that's a lot. (laughs) So so um, what was really beautiful to see is the eighth graders truly were sort of leaders and mentors for the sixth graders and this is something that robert um does so beautifully even today is that as he moved into eighth grade he became like an ambassador and a mentor he's looking out for the younger kids and that's something he even does today so he's a junior now in high school and so he's always looking out there's a a boy who was also at sacred heart and he just started at latin last year and robert went to find him and look out for him and he was also in the musical so i think it it does bring the middle school together And I also think it helps the kids sort of understand the importance of being an ally and being a leader and being a mentor and helping each other because they're all trying to accomplish the same task.
0: Did you know that as he got into middle school that the musical was going to be something that was appealing to him? Or was this kind of just something that evolved with him as he got older and he kind of got into it that way?
1: That's a great question. So I remember Robert developing a love for music at a really early age. He he sang and he played instruments with School of Rock, but I would say he never really had an interest in acting or musical theater. And he transferred to Sacred Heart in the fourth grade, and he was lucky enough to have Justin Nixon as his middle school advisor, which was such a blessing. And Justin discovered Robert's love of music and just really encouraged him to join the Sacred Heart Glee Club and to audition for the musical.
0: How did that kind of propel him into not just the singing part of it, but the the theatrical, dramatic part of, <laughs> of musical
1: performance? Well, he's um, naturally dramatic. Let's just start <laughs> there. Let's just start there. Um, But I I do believe that being included and involved in the Glee Club gave him confidence, right? So one of the things I'll say about the fine arts program here at Sacred Heart is that it's so inclusive. So the musical aside, if if you have an interest in guitar or drums or piano or bass or poetry or art, the, the fine arts team finds a way to include you and to really promote you. And you, it could be part of an ensemble, or you could be singing a solo in front of a, the entire you know, school body and their parents in a voice recital. And so after the Glee Club, Mr. Nixon identified Robert as someone who enjoys singing and featured him in a solo in one of the school assemblies. And I think that gave him a lot of confidence uh, to be able to go out and, you know, audition. So it was really, though... I think the support and the nurturing of this faculty and the staff here that gave them the confidence to go for it. And if I can add to that, if I'll go beyond just inclusion, which is like at that age, the middle school age, is so important, but also exposure, right? So... Um, The Glee Club performed at various schools and events throughout the city, including Northwestern University, just right on the court. It was amazing. And even recorded an original song that they wrote and recorded in a professional recording studio. It's called Stand Up. You can download it on iTunes. But how many opportunities do these 6th, 7th, and 8th graders have to have exposure? That was amazing.
0: So Robert auditions. He lands the role of Bert. Right. In Mary Poppins, kind of the the Dick Van Dyke role, the, <laughs> the, the lead male role. You know, when we transition into the musical every year, we still hear people talking about his personification of Bert mm-hmm. in Mary Poppins. Talk a little bit about, if you can take us back a couple of years to, to that performance, what was his preparation like? How did he go about handling his business to, to bring that role to life?
1: Sure. Well, it, his preparation went well beyond just that audition, right? So I think one of the most important things that prepared Robert for this role, which he loves, was was just not being afraid to get involved. So I, I, I think, with some rare exceptions, that in eighth grade, if you have the desire, the aspirations to be a lead in the musical and you go out for that audition, you have you know a good chance of making it great. Um, I, I do think that your exposure and experience up to that point really matters. It matters because I think you get trained in what it takes to deliver that role. I think you get trained in terms of what it's like to be a performer. And I think the staff also gets comfortable with who you are as a performer. So if you even think you have a remote interest in musical theater, whether it be lighting or production behind the scenes or on stage, go out for it. The the staff, um, every fall, I don't know if they do this anymore, but they used to, they have this theater workshop, and any anybody can go and have the ability to work for a few weeks with Jill and Justin, which is a blessing and a gift, in a, in, you know, in and of itself, and just explore, and just try, and just go for it. Who knows? You could be like, you know, the, you know, the, the next lead in the musical, but but try and get involved and go for it. And um, that's what Sacred Heart's about. It's really about exploring all the things that you might not even know you have interest in, but um, he really wanted that role. And he was so thrilled and so honored to be chosen. I remember when he he shared with me that he'd gotten the part, he was just so excited. And if you met him, you would see just how similar Robert and the character of Burt really are. Um, But look, I'll say that performing in the musical, whether it's part of the ensemble, the stage crew or even a lead role, it's a huge commitment. Um, The kids put in so much time and effort, but, but to answer your question more directly, I think that the most important thing that ultimately prepared Robert for this role was just his involvement in the musical during his early middle school years. So he had a smaller role in his first musical in sixth grade and then gradually took on larger parts. So by eighth grade, Mary Poppins was his third production. So he had had the experience and confidence Not only with performing on stage, but he also knew what the demands were to prepare for a lead role. So the costumes, the script, the choreography, all of that was provided by the production team. But they even had someone come in to work with Robert so that he could develop this you know, Bert had this Cockney English accent, so he portrayed that in his character, and they had someone come in and coach him to be able to do that. So, look, it was definitely a group effort. He worked really hard. This was a role he had worked into for several years, but with certainly the support and the help of the, of the, the, the team and the faculty.
0: Does he still break out the English accent on occasion at home?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he only when he wants something, because he knows he knows it's charming. <laughs>
0: Do you have a, a story or two from someone who you to help through the musical and then they continued on either into some type of musical efforts in high school and beyond or continued in the theater at the next level? We have yes. a, quite
2: a few students. Um, Alex Good has continued to sing and work and I believe she's going to, going to North- Northwestern in, a in musical the fall. theater. Um, Robert Lynch it was one of my advisees in this, in my, when I was an advisor, uh, and I met him as a young sixth grader, and um, we just, uh, Ms. Ren him. and I just went and saw him in a production of Singing the Rain at Latin, and it's just so exciting to see this incredible young man that he's become from this little little guy in sixth grade to this tall and Muscular and Uh, just incredible young man. How they grow up is amazing. But to see he's so sincere and...
3: Still has a love for the arts and and music. And invested. And
2: to watch his love of just getting to perform on the stage just moves my heart so much.
3: Um, I had a student, Michael Waller. This was before Justin's time. But the Waller family went to Sacred Heart. And Michael was in my second grade class. And at the time, I was doing... uh, it was actually, I believe, Annie Get Your Gun, and I was doing it with the casting auction show, and they needed a children's chorus, and Michael and some of his brothers were in it, and I think that was kind of one of his first tastes of like musical theater, but then he came through, he was in our Anything Goes, he was our Billy Crocker, and he went off to New York, and now he's graduated, I told you some of us have been here longer than others, and he's now graduated from college and performing professionally, but he still has a love of the arts and for music and music theater
2: and he actually came back and sang at our alumni concert that's right anyone that i've gotten to interact with just to see that they still love music or they still want to participate or appreciate music in some way i have students from you know years ago when i was teaching at the college level or teaching private voice lessons out in california that are now on broadway or on national tours i have a student who's a pop star now and um That's incredible, and I love seeing that. and I love seeing their achievements, and I love seeing them going forward in this business of the arts and theater and music, but then just seeing students who sang in a community choir or sang in a college choir still is just as heartwarming to me as the kids who pursue it as a career because I'm just happy that they are able to share in music and share music and the arts with the world. I think that, especially at this age in middle school, we're all out there looking for, like, our community, our tribe of people. And I really hope that this provides an opportunity for the students to kind of find their people and find their group that they connect with, that they fit with, where they feel their most authentic and true selves. I think over all of the other possibilities of gaining confidence and stage presence and and owning your own abilities and stepping into your abilities and growth in their their talent and their their singing and and acting and dancing what i most want for them is just that connection to a family to a group of people that makes them feel comfortable authentic and true to themselves
1: He and I had this conversation last night, and I asked him. You know, I gave asked him for some input, and he would tell you that his experience in the Glee Club and in the musical um, are his best memories of Sacred Heart. You know, the encouragement and the support of Justin and Jill and the Fine Arts faculty. He felt included and supported, and and really successful, and it helped him turn what I would call an interest in music into a real passion. He had a rough transition in a fourth grade, so we transferred in. And ultimately in eighth grade, he received the Personal Growth Award for his class. And I don't think that would have been possible if not for the amazing growth that he was able to experience as as part of performing arts. He developed a courage and a confidence that I see it today in him as a young adult. And um, it's given him the courage to, in high school, also audition for the musical. He had a performance a couple of weeks ago, and we just got back. I can't even believe this is happening, but we just got back last weekend from a college, our first college visits, and he's asking, so, you know, what do you have in terms of voice clubs, and what do you have in terms of theater clubs? But the confidence, learning, the collaboration, the problem solving, and the courage, these are gifts that he'll take with him regardless of what he does in life. But it was a really big turning point and learning experience for him here.
2: Thank you for joining us. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next podcast.